Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews Matt Watson, State Farm agent and leader of the Kindness Revolution. Matt believes in spreading kindness and leads the way as part of the nonprofit, The Kindness Revolution. Their initiative is to raise awareness and spread kindness into our communities and schools. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have Matt Watson, who is a State Farm agent and the leader of the Kindness Revolution. So today we're going to talk about all about insurance, which is super important, but also what is the Kindness Revolution, why he got into it, and why he believes that it is so important for people. So welcome, Matt. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Gabby. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I'm glad that you're here. You just started leading this kindness revolution, this project of bringing kindness to the Valley. So explain a little bit about that, what it is and what you're doing. Uh, So the kindness revolution, we're really excited about it. And really it started because my wife and I, we've got three boys, eight, almost six, almost three. And at the time, my five-year-old was running in a race. And he, he was really excited about winning a ribbon because they, uh, you know, at the end of the race, they're given all the ribbons. And he, he was excited, ready, working really hard. And as they started out, they were running and they were going around a pond and a child fell and hurt himself. And there weren't any adults around. So he stopped to help the child and, and then he realized he was hurt. So he ran all the way back to the beginning of the, the start line to get a teacher to bring the teacher back to help out the child. And in doing that, completely put himself out of the, uh, the running for a ribbon. And, and what we found is that his pride for uh, a comp- helping the child was way beyond what he would have gotten from that ribbon. From winning that race. Yeah, so, so we, we just saw the importance that, that it, it was for him. And we ended up getting him, I w- went on and bought him like a little medal or something to congratulate him for his kindness. So my wife and I at that point in time set out to try to find something to bring more kindness. We live in a world today where so much is going on uh, and, and we, there's a lot of bullying happening. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, unfortunately in schools, there's a lot of suicides and there's, uh, even in, as adults, with the political and the, the 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 world we live in today, there's so much negativity and challenges, and, and it's very polarized. So it's one way or another, it's my way or no way. So it's it's very difficult for people to see from different angles and be kind, even though somebody else has a different view. And you're 100% right. And why is it polarized? Because of social media, because the way the media is, everything that we have now. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It's extremely polarized. So what my wife, Bree, and I decided to do is find a, a way that we can help make a difference. And the kindness revolution was something that was brought, that, that we were able to identify and find and become a part of. And so we brought the kindness revolution to uh, the Valley. And what the kindness revolution is, it's a, uh, the foundation is based on just kindness being kind, identifying kindness. You see someone doing something kind. As simple as uh, maybe someone holding the door for someone that's uh, elderly or um, just going up to somebody and saying thank you for your service to whether it be a a veteran, active duty, a firefighter, a police officer, um, just saying thank you, being kind. And we've got it, we've got these bracelets that are really cool. We've got three different types of bracelets. One is uh, be strong, be kind for adults. And we've got ones that say thank you for your service that are red, white, and blue for those people that help us. Uh, 
help our communities, help our country. And, and then we've got smaller ones for children that say, it's cool to be kind. <laughs> And they glow in the dark, which is really cool. <laughs> it's cool to wear a glow in the dark bracelet. It's super cool. <laughs> so, so the kindness revolution is an opportunity for us to utilize these bracelets and just when we're uh, a friend of ours, uh, she she's a realtor and just a wonderful person, Gabby Felicia, you know, and she mm -hmm. was telling me a story, and and I continue to get these types of stories because of the revolution. Uh, she was at a she was at a store and some things weren't going the way they were supposed to in the. Uh, the cashier, who's a cashier, it was an evening night in her 50s. Um, they weren't able to get the things accomplished that they needed to get accomplished. And the, the cashier was do, going above and beyond to help them out and saying, you know, I apologize, these aren't, things aren't happening. And um, it was a very frustrating for both sides of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, when it was all said and done, the cashier just found a way to continue to engage and be kind and, and help them throughout the, the process. And so Felicia took off her wristband and said, at the end of this whole interaction, uh, thank you so much for your patience and your kindness with us and gave her the bracelet. I want you to have this bracelet. And the lady teared up because she was working there. And, and so those are just small stories about where the kindness revolution comes from. It's, it's thank you so much for your kindness. I want you to have this bracelet. Mm -hmm. you want, and if you want more bracelets, just come to my office. Yeah. I'm over the corner, northeast corner of Brown and Power. It's a, our kindness headquarters is what we're calling it now. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> so, so come to our kindness headquarters and I've got bracelets. And the thing about these bracelets are, it's not something that you just give away like they're Tic Tacs. You know, right. it's when you see someone doing something kind. Who gives away Tic Tacs? Well, you know what? I, I feel like it's a real, uh, who doesn't give away Tic Tacs? They're delicious. <laughs> okay. Specifically the orange ones. Only the orange ones. <laughs> Nobody likes any other color Tic uh, Off subject, but keep going. All right. <laughs> uh, so so you don't give them away like Tic Tacs. You don't give them yeah. away because we know how people give away Tic Tacs. Yeah. Um, but you, you want to give them away when you see someone doing something. So it's a reward type um, uh, Revolution, and mm -hmm. that's how you start something. Is that you don't just give it out like it's freebies, right? right? You give it out when you acknowledge it, and then people become excited about it. And my boys wear these cool to be kind bracelets, right? Uh, we were on the way home from uh, school. We just got out of school, and they said, you know, my my eight year old said, ah, you know, Dad, I still got my bracelet on. I just didn't see anyone do anything kind today. <laughs> so what they're doing is they're looking for something. They're looking for kindness, huh. and it's really cool to see that they're, they're they're trying to identify it and acknowledge it. And once you do that, you start to spread it. And yeah. that's what how a revolution is, right? We we identify it, we create a movement, and that's what the kindness revolution is doing is creating a movement. So that's a long story of how I got into it. Now the revolution kind of expands from there because now we're starting to work with some school counselors. Okay. And the, the, the kids' bracelets that say it's cool to be kind, well, it's cool to be kind is actually, uh, we're creating an awareness program. So different than a curriculum, we're not saying teachers teach this, it's an awareness program because so often it, we, we've told kids, don't bully, don't be mean, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. But what if we said, hey, do, do right. Yeah. Or, do be kind, do help others. Um, and, and so that's where the kindness revolution for the, the schools, it's cool to be kind, it comes in is do be kind, do be helpful. And by doing so, we're actually, we, we've created some certificates, uh, kindness certificates, uh, it's cool to be kind student of the month. So teachers are, counselors and teachers and administrators are starting to identify 
students, identified teachers, and we're, we're, we've created uh, certificates that we're going to schools and we're giving them away and we're creating assemblies where we can, where we go to the schools and we, and we get up in front of everybody and get excited about kindness and, and give some things away. And it's, just, it's been a really fun movement. We're excited to continue to grow and expand the kindness revolution. I love it because it kind of reminds me of if you've ever been in the line at Starbucks and someone in front of you buys your coffee. Yeah. It's like you're paying it forward. And this is, you know, like that because, but you're paying it forward in kindness. <clears throat> and relating this to health, if you have a positive view, if you are kind, if you are happy, it affects your physical and mental yeah. health, which in turn, you know, like we were talking, like you talked about suicides and how the rate of suicides is so high and with bullying, you know, if you have this positive view, you're able to cope better with negative situations. So even mm -hmm. though those negative things will happen, you're, you're promoting the kindness, you're promoting the positivity of all these things that are coming with it. So it creates a healthier environment for your kids, a healthy environment for your family, and just all over health, which is awesome because you're, you're building a community. You're building a community through schools. You're building a community through just reaching a random person. And, you know, I used to bartend for a long time. And it reminds me of, I got out of it because I was, it, it was very mentally hard. Because, believe it or not, if you're in the service industry, people know exactly what I'm talking about. People can be very, very, yeah. very mean. People suck. People suck and it's so hard and you start to really, really hate people. And when I switched careers and went into training, I was like, wow, people don't suck. Mm. <laughs> people are very nice. So if you are preempting all of this by be kind and understanding, mm -hmm. you know, that cashier at the store, she might be having a really crappy day. And it might not even have anything to do with her. It might be the computer system. It might be them being short-staffed. It might be, you know, that one customer that said something really awful to her that turned her day into crap. So being kind might completely turn that around. And, you know, it's all, it's all about how you're creating the community around you. And being positive to that one person creates a butterfly effect to everyone. So... I love that you're doing this. I love that you're getting it into schools and getting it into kids right. because that suicide rate really, really is a huge thing. And mm -hmm. it's so scary with social media because everything is so accessible and everything can be negative. And, in, you know, we take negativity and it takes, I think it's like one negative comment it takes like 15 positive or something to make you forget that right. negativity. So if people all around you are like, oh my God, you look great today, or oh, you know, you did something nice today, or oh, here's, you know, it uplifts you and, and makes you feel better. And you, I love that. And you're absolutely right. And, and as you say that, it kind of brings something in with the kindness revolution is when you give that bracelet away, that kindness bracelet away and say thank you, not only are you turning their day around, 
But you're also turning your own day around, right? Yeah. Because you feel you're doing something yeah, nice for somebody. And you feel really cool about it and really great about it and self-rewarding. And so it's there's a lot of value to it. No, you're absolutely right. And you start to see that there are people doing nice things around you. Because we can get into a negative space and think, you know, people suck. <laughs> people right. suck. I hate being in the service industry. People are mean. But then if you stop and look for all the great things that people do, it turns your day around. Absolutely. And doing something kind for others also it it changes your brain chemistry you know when you have when you're thinking positively when you're doing positive things when you're being nice and kind and giving it physically changes how your brain thinks and works um it it helps with depression it's huge and i don't think people don't think about that because it's something that you're just doing every single day you know, but if you're doing something positive every day, you're you're physically changing those things, which is huge. You know, when you're working with your clients, do you have those conversations about the the mind over the yeah. body? Oh, I absolutely. imagine, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, absolutely. So much of personal training is mental. I'm if you think about it, like you'd spend your entire life creating habits, mm-hmm. right? You know, you're, you don't work out or exercise. You eat ice cream every single day. You sit every single day. You know, you're in school for eight hours. You're at work for eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours. These are things that you're doing every single day. Mm-hmm. So mentally, your brain is saying, like, this is my norm. But trying to change those habits is really, really difficult. So changing how you eat, changing how you think about food. Like the first thought people think is healthy food is gross. Mm -hmm. It it is the first comment I always get. It's not, ew, healthy food is gross. Healthy food is expensive. Working out is hard. Okay, but sitting sitting on your ass all day is hard. (laughs) Tell me how easy that is. It's not. It is draining. You're sitting there staring at a computer. You're talking to the same people. You're hearing the same stories. Like it's very draining. So getting up and moving your body... How is that hard? It's just different. Right. It's very different. It's all in perspective and how you look at it, how you see it, how you feel about it. So if you can change that perspective to working out is fun, which it might not always be, but I've never had one client leave and say, this workout sucked and my day is worse. Nobody does that. They say, I don't want to be here and I'm not in the mood for this. And then they leave and they're like, I'm really glad that I came. Because you're you're getting your blood flowing, you're getting your endorphins moving, and you're changing that perspective of what you're thinking about your process. Mm-hmm. So you're creating new habits mentally and physically, but you've created habits over a lifetime, so it takes time to work on those things and to create new habits. Just like it takes time to sit there and think and look, oh, this person was kind today. So you are creating that habit of finding the positive in day-to-day life, which people don't do. So absolutely, I talk about that, you know, um, when it comes to consistency. You know, like I said, again, you're creating this consistency of, I have this bracelet and I'm looking for something positive in every single day. And then you're doing it every single day. I'm creating a consistency of working out every single day, even if it's 10 minutes, even if you're just walking for 10 minutes, or let's say, starting something as small as just cutting out soda. I stopped drinking soda or I quit smoking or I 
I'm not eating fried food, and I'm just eating. I still am going to eat fast food, but I'm not eating fried food. It's one thing at a time. It's one thing at a time that you're creating and changing those patterns of things that you've built your entire life. Like, I relate it a lot to brushing your teeth. You brush your teeth every single day. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, we do it three times a day, which is recommended. But it is, <laughs> and, yeah, and flossing like your uh, like your dentist would tell you. <laughs> but it's something that you do every single day, and it's a habit you've created. Why to keep your teeth healthy? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you lose your teeth. If you're not brushing your teeth or brushing your hair or showering, then you get sick or you lose your teeth or you know it just yeah. is. It's just something that you do. So. That was a long-winded answer to answer your question. I love it, though. I'm following you. I'm right with you. You got my attention. But yes, yes, uh, mental the mental aspect of exercise is very, very important because we all, for some reason, have this mental block. And it's not just for working out. It's for being kind, Dang. for everything. And, and I think if you can change that perspective... You could change the world. I don't know. I just felt like saying that. But yeah, but really, honestly, You're not wrong. honestly, you can. If you can change the perspective of people thinking about working out as a positive thing, mm-hmm. which I mean, everybody thinks of it as a positive thing, but I think people are afraid of it. I think people are afraid to be kind to other people because they're afraid to get hurt. Mm-hmm. But in reality, when you're doing something positive, no matter what it is, you're creating the positivity in everybody around you. Right. Right. So anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about what you do for a living. So you work for State Farm and you sell insurance. I, honestly, I protect lives. I protect families. Mm-hmm. And so so selling insurance, of course, we're, we're, we're in the insurance business. But truly, as I talk to my team and I talk to the, the, the families that I help protect is, we're, we're protecting lives. We're, we're, I'm a risk advisor. Okay. I help people manage the risk of everyday life. So my whole goal is, is simple, and it's the reason I got into this business, is I have an opportunity and an obligation to sit down, understand you and your family, and understand what's important to you guys, and understand what you have at risk, mm-hmm. and I can help you create a plan that's going to protect you. Mm-hmm. So what I do is a little different than a lot of uh, age insurance people whether it be State Farm, whether it be any other company that's out there, uh, I've got a local office. I've got a local team. And, and when you're part of our office, you're part of our family. Mm-hmm. And we treat you in, in such a manner. So when you come in, I take it to heart. I take everything we do. My entire team takes it to heart. So when I say that, um, that you're part of our family, you really are. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to know you. I'm going to know your spouse. I'm going to know your children. I'm going to know your grandchildren. Uh, and, and if you don't have grandchildren, I'm going to know your parents because those are things that are important to you. They need to be important to me. Mm-hmm. Those are the, the, the people that rely on you. I need to make sure that I have the right conversation with you. So if something were to happen to your home or to your, house, to your, home or to your car or, or, God forbid, to you, those people are going to be okay. Right. Well, uh, so I wanted to kind of touch a little bit on... on uh, you know, since we're talking about kindness and the kindness project, people have a very negative view of insurance. Right. Um, it's expensive. Why do I need this? Why, you know, why am I paying for this? And um, like you said, it's it's about knowing the individual and knowing that you're protecting yourself, your family, 
Um, explain a little bit about why it's so important to be covered and to to know exactly what you're covered for and, and why. why. Why pay for insurance? So, Gabby, I'm going to throw it out here. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you okay. know what your liability limits are in your car insurance? Dear God, no. Of course <laughs> you don't, right? I, I, so, I do, but I haven't looked in a while. Okay, <laughs> right? So, so you're paying a company, right? Mm. You're paying a company... X amount of dollars every month, and you don't even know what you're paying for. And by the way, that's okay because most of the people that are listening, most of the people out there really don't. Right. So shame on me because I haven't had a better conversation with you to talk to you about State Farm. But um, the, the fact is, is that that's the fact, is that we're paying because we have to, right? The law says yep. we have to do it, so here we go. Or the mortgage company says I have to have insurance, so here we go. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to pay it. But wouldn't it be nice to know exactly what and why you're paying for it every month? I suppose. Yeah. It would be uh, better than not having any idea and just paying for something you don't know. And so that's that's where I come in is that I, I want you to know exactly what and why you're paying for it. Because when I write a check every month or when that mo amount goes out every month, I can feel a little bit better because I know that I'm paying for protection. I'm paying to make sure that my family's okay if something were to happen. So what, what we do is we, we simply insurance is there's liability you have you make a wage you have a business right Gabby mm -hmm. um, you've got a family that that relies on you um, and, and so many people out there have, have children have so many people and if they were in a car accident and they hurt somebody and that somebody had a family as well and that person maybe hurt them to an extent where they couldn't they couldn't go to work and their car was ruined, and so now they don't have a wage. Now there's medical bills, and, and but you had what the state required you to have, which is minimal, which is $15,000. Mm -hmm. Your insurance covers $15,000. And that's it. And that's it. So everything, how far does $15,000? That's minimum just liability that's, insurance. That's what, that's what the state, state of Arizona requires right. you to have is $15,000 of coverage, which unbelievable. A lot of people have that. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not because they're just... Uh, they don't care. It's because no one's ever had a good conversation with them mm -hmm. before. So what we want to do is we want to have a better conversation. Um, here, here's a quick example. A customer of mine was driving up to a red light and it was starting to rain. And he's making a right on red. He turns. A gentleman was crossing the street to get out of the rain. So he darted across the street, didn't see him coming. $900,000 later, the last medical bill was paid out. $900,000. $900,000. Yowza. The last medical bill was paid. Now, fortunately, the gentleman that hit him was my customer. And we had sat down, we talked about what he had at risk, what he had to protect. We talked about his family. We talked about an umbrella policy. Uh, we talked about making sure that if something were to happen, God forbid, that State Farm paid that bill and he didn't have to. Mm -hmm. Well, thank goodness we had that conversation because had, had we not, he would have exhausted all of his savings. He would have gone potentially bankruptcy, you know, gone into debt, all those things, but he didn't have to. So, so Gabby, a question to you is if someone sued you for $900,000, would your world be okay? I don't have $900,000 right. for someone to sue me over. Yeah, but, but you have a wage that can be garnished and uh, you have no. probably equity in your house. <laughs> Uh, so, so that's what we're protecting. We're not, we're not, I don't protect you from today. I also protect you for the future of what might happen down the road, too. And, and so it's really important to have that conversation to make sure we have the right protection. So uh, usually when people get insurance, it's like, I want the cheapest insurance. Right. I want the cheapest plan. 
how do you kind of guide people to help them to understand that, Mm -hmm. you know, to understand that, you know, this could happen because it's you're you're paying for a what if. Right. Right. What if this happens? Well, I don't know. What if it doesn't? Then I'm paying insurance on it. Right. Right. So how do you explain, you know, the importance of this type of protection or an umbrella policy, Mm -hmm. which most people don't have? Right. We do it through through stories, through real stories. Right. And and that's what's so important is that um, people that want the cheapest, I assume, have just never had a conversation about what they're paying for. Mm-hmm. They want the cheapest because they have to have it. Mm-hmm. They don't, but once you, it's, it's kind of like when you, when you go buy a pair of shoes, right? You, you work out in these shoes all the time, right? Are you going to buy the cheapest shoes or are you going to buy something that's going to be comfortable, that's going to be good for your feet, that's going to be good for your body? Okay, well, I pay a lot for tennis shoes. Right. Because I wear them every single day. You bet. You bet. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I've got about 12 pairs of them that I rotate through because I wear them every single day. So, yeah, it's important to me. Because I have I have to have right. tennis shoes for my job. Certainly. And if I wear crappy shoes, my back hurts and right. my feet hurt. And, yeah. So. so so you're paying for expensive shoes because of the what if. What if I didn't have those shoes, my back would hurt, right? Yeah. So um, medical insurance. We pay for medical insurance because of what if. What if. What if. And, and, and so that's the difference is that I'm not always going to be cheaper. Now, sometimes I save a lot of people a lot of money, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. My job's easy at that point in time. Right, right, right. I can give them great coverage and have a great <laughs> conversation and save money. But sometimes I cost a little bit more. But that's okay because, you know what, I'm not, I'm not the, the – the low-end pair of shoes. I'm the high-end Nikes or, or Asics or whatever we like to wear. That's who I am. Brooks. Brooks. We're, you know? <laughs> so, so, yeah. It, A plug it, for Brooks. Um, Brooks, be my sponsor. Just kidding. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> but, yeah, so when you want the cheapest, it's because we haven't had a good conversation. We don't buy the cheapest AC unit that's going to die in two years. Mm-hmm. We buy something that may, may be a, a train. Hey, train, will you come? Uh, yeah, no, right. We're, not, <laughs> we're looking for sponsors. No, 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 no okay, not, not train. train. <laughs> uh, but but we, we, we're, we're going to get what we pay for. And we're also not only going to get uh, more coverage that's going to protect our family, but we're also we're also getting a local person, a local agent, a local company, a small business that's going to walk you through the entire process if something happens. Because, McGabby, when you're at your worst, I'm going to be at my best. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to walk you through the process step by step and hold your hand, uh, whether it be a car accident or your uh, house burns down or, God forbid, you lose someone in your family. I want to be that person that's there to help your family in your time of need. Well, I'm, I'm sure everybody has had some sort of situation where they've had a car accident or, a, you know, a flood in their house. That's happened to me. And, you know, I had to have everything torn out and then a company come in and put fans in my house. And, you know, I had insurance for it and it covers that. But then there's things like um, I, I have a, a friend of mine had a, a flood in their house and their insurance only covered a portion of the cabinets and but they have to replace all the cabinets they can't replace just these ones that are damaged because now they've got two different cabinets right so it's like do you have the coverage for that are you you know in a place where you're going to be taken care of i don't know (laughs) gabby i love softballs like that i'm about to swing it out of the park right now okay um yeah there's companies that are going to offer you actual cash value or they're going to replace only what's damaged Mm -hmm. the problem is is that when i walk in and i look at my cabinets and i see this one looks different than this one it's going to just irk me every single day right so wouldn't it be better to pay maybe um 
a little bit more for the year to know that if my carpet gets flooded, they're going to replace everything in sight. They're going to replace they're going to replace not only the landing, but the stair, the, the carpet on the stairs that goes mm-hmm. down. Or when my cabinets get messed up, they're not just going to replace two cabinets. They're going to replace the entire, all the cabinets yeah. in my kitchen, right? When, when, that's what we're looking for, right? Peace of mind. Right. right. That's what State Farm does. Yeah. And we're going to give you, we're going to give you total replacement costs. We want you to, we want you to be, we don't, we're not, insurance isn't to make you worse off or make you better off. We want to get you back to where you were. And certainly you did not have cabinets that weren't the same. I don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would drive me crazy. Right. And, and it would drive everybody crazy. So we, that's that's what's important about State Farm is that we're going to give you, we're going to get you whole again. And that's really important. We're going to give you all those cabinets. We're not going to just touch up a spot on your ceiling. We're going to paint the entire ceiling because you don't want that little patch mark over there. Mm-hmm. We're not just going to replace a portion of your carpet. We're going to replace everything in eyesight. So, yeah. So relating all of this back to health, having peace of mind, knowing that you're covered, knowing that you are taken care of, knowing that your family is taken care of is a huge stress relief. Mm -hmm. And we all have thousands and thousands of stressors in our lives. And having your house burned down or getting into a car accident is not something you want to worry about because we're worried about a, a million other things every single day. So... I understand why you would want, like, yeah, okay, maybe that $10 extra a month, mm, I could go to this other plan for less, but that 10 extra dollars a month is going to have you completely covered. It's going to have your kids covered. It's going to have you safe and not worrying about it when stuff hits the fan. So I love what you're doing with the Kindness Project. I love what you do as a business person because, you know, I know you personally and I know that you really are passionate about it and you really do care about each individual client because that's what's important. It's important to have that personal relationship. And I do. I have that personal relationship with every one of my clients. They are my family. I know their kids. I know their, you know, I know them when they get married. I know when they get divorced. I know when they have children. I know when they're on vacation. I know when they're sick or when their family members are sick or, you know, go through a death in the family because that is my job. It's my job to know each individual person and be that part of their life that protects them from a health standpoint. So for you to protect people, not just with your with State Farm, but with what you're doing with the Kindness Project, it's it's very commendable. It's awesome. I love what you're doing. I love that you're teaching it to your children and to other people's children because nobody likes other people's children. Just kidding. I love everybody's kids, but um, it, it's such a it's a positive thing, and I appreciate it. And I love that you're going out of your way to add that into your thank you life and business. So, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, go ahead, give another plug to State Farm and right. to your business, and where we can find you and all that good stuff. All right. Well, again, Matt Watson, State Farm. I'm at the northeast corner of Brown and Power over in Mesa. You can reach us at 480-830-7283. Again, 480-830-SAVE. 7283. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you can also go online and, and get us at mattwatsoninsurance.com and check us out on Facebook. You can also uh, please go to the Kindness Revolution, led say. by uh, Kindness Revolution, Mesa, Arizona, led by Matt Watson, and, and like our page and, and share and share stories. I, I want everyone to, 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 to put it out there, to spread the kindness and, uh, and share their kind stories as well.
Yeah. And if you want bracelets, you can get some from me or from him. Um, and you hand them out. Be kind. Do something nice for somebody today. Find something kind and positive in your day and see how it makes you feel and see how it makes that other person feel. And yeah, I mean, it's it's all about life and living a healthy and positive lifestyle. And, and it changes your world and it changes the people around you. So Thanks again for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you would like any more information, it'll be on my uh, show notes. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you'd like more information on today's interview, you can find them in the show notes, or you can find them on Gabrielle's website at www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories of people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast with Gabrielle Mazar.